Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 3 of F&I Rap Chat. I'm uh, Paul, uh, what's my name? Butler Lennox. You're the, you're the Butler Lennox <laughs> one, I'm the Webster one. Uh, yeah, so thanks to everybody who's been listening so far. Um, if you have any suggestions on how we can improve the podcast um, or anyone you think we should interview, please get in touch at fniraptchat at gmail or leave comments on the SoundCloud page. Uh, we're working on trying to get it on a few more platforms like iTunes and that kind of thing. What we're aiming to do is just try and uh, build a platform for filmmakers in Ireland and, and something that's useful uh, for people who are making films and television uh, in Ireland. Yeah, and we're very lucky to be joined by um, you know a filmmaker who is very much a doer and not a sayer. Um, he has three features that he's made very uh, uh, for very limited budgets. Um, so that's really quite some feat uh, in itself. Um, a wonderful bloke all around, Jer Walsh. Um, but I'd just like to also just give a, a quick plug for um, FNI Film Network Ireland has. We have a our event uh, actually tomorrow in A4 Sounds. It's called FNI Fade In. It's with the lovely O'Flanagan sisters, uh, Mary Kate and Rachel. Um, they have uh, yeah their their approach to their work is not only um, uh, exciting but the attention to detail that they that they uh, that they work and their workflow is really 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 impressive. So I suggest you get along to that. You can see the details over on the Facebook page. That's uh, www.facebook.com forward slash film network i. So yeah, without further ado, we'll give you Jerry Walsh. that we have uh, uh, the fruit of Dublin city centre the, the Pier Street pouncer himself <laughs> Jerry Walsh uh, so yeah um, yeah we're just going to jump right in Jerry thanks a million for taking part you're very good not a problem thanks um, for having me oh, it's always a pleasure Jerry um, so yeah, I, yeah we just wanted to ask you a few questions about your work and your working processes and uh, kind of uh, how you got your start in filmmaking and so on um, um, so yeah, how did how did filmmaking enter and corrupt your life? Um, I started out doing a course in Ballyferma for animation, and then I kind of got bored of it just because it was just filmmaking but slower basically. And uh, so I just thought like I just figured that storytelling was the thing that I wanted to do because when you're drawing things, you just have to redo it, redo it, and it takes just a stupid amount of time to get the story you want to tell out. So I just like decided that filmmaking was the way to go. You can just get what you want on camera and then tell your story that way. Um not bashing animation, it just <laughs> just wasn't for me. Like um, it's too slow. Yeah, exactly. Well that's what Beautiful just, work, don't get me wrong. I'm just very impatient to be honest with you. But um yeah so then I just I went in and I did a, a, a two year course. Sorry, three years in Bally Pharma but it was a two year kind of finishing course. And then I uh, just went out and started making films like so I got to do t- three films in Ballyferma and two of them on film, which is pretty cool. And then just went out and started making my own shit. And, and here we are now. <laughs> at the heights that we're at, you know. <laughs> All roads lead to Westland. <laughs> and you, you grew up around here, around city centre. Yeah, I lived just around, uh, used to live just around the corner in Pierce 
house and then moved down to Grand Canal. Okay. So um, and now I'm in Kilcock, which is brilliant. Okay. <laughs> I know it is. A bit it's of space. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's away from everything, like you know. It's yeah, yeah. handy. <laughs> and uh, how did uh, say especially your your earlier work, um the kind of city centre characters really fell into the how how much of that can feeds into your writing? Uh, everything that I do is pretty much based around the flats like you know like yeah, and, I, and yeah. it's just because I know everybody around there and it's easy to get when you have no budget so yeah. you kind of just write what you know and shoot what you know so everybody around the area knows me good or bad but they right. still know me so they, they're very accommodating so it's just easier to shoot when you have no budget yeah. in the place that they are welcomed you know like yeah. I and uh, like you, you graduated very quickly in terms of doing shorts and like to really going for the feature thing was that just it was it impatience? Was it you know you just felt you just wanted to do it? Yeah, I think it would have been more impatience because shorts. I, I I've done a couple of shorts and it's just you only spend a little bit of time with it. You want to spend, I don't know. It's just the, the whole experience of making a film is just yeah. It's just fun. So like yeah. two days, the longest short I done I've done was two days like of a shoe, yeah. And I just wanted to get just get into it and do more like and just immerse myself a bit more into the actual process of filmmaking so yeah. I thought feature films are the way to go and <clears throat> I didn't want to wait around for funding I never really applied for funding to be honest with you but right. I just yeah I didn't really want to wait around and, and have to wait a year or, or two to get funding and then yeah. it fall through when I could just make two films in, yeah. Yeah. in, in the space of of, uh, of waiting like, you know, yeah, so. we, we love that kind of get up and go um, attitude to mm. filmmaking but what kind of pros <clears> and cons from your experience you've done <clears throat> Just in case people don't know, uh, Jer's onto his third feature now, uh, at the ripe old age of... 28. Yeah, so... You know. I'm in awe of you, I just... <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it, it's incredible. Yeah, um, so, yeah, like, what, what, like, you know, obviously, your output, uh, you know, judging by the fact that you've, you know, you've been... Your first, all of your features have been selected for the Flan and done very well, and I think, was it one or two of the cinema releases now at this point? Yeah, uh, one. Just the one, For yeah. now, yeah. Um... So, you know, what what pros and cons is there to working that way? Just getting out, getting your crew together and just jumping out and just doing it. Um, I think the pros are there's no pressure, really. It's mostly for the actors, I think, in terms of where is it going to go. For me, like, if it turns out... Like, I know it's, all, it's always going to turn out the way I want it because I know that the limitations are what they are. So the, the budget is going to be the budget. <laughs> whether or not it's there so there's no uh, mogul on the phone going hey yeah, I want to talk to that Jared Walsh yeah exactly there's, there's no but there's no there's no pressure like there's nobody kind of in your ear especially for for a day like today because I which you're in because <laughs> I produce yeah it's yeah. alright yeah. Yeah. yeah it's grand you should you should know <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah like there's no pressure on it and I think going into it with you and Andy and the rest of the cast everybody kind of just wanted to do something as well, so it was kind of like there's no pressure from anybody outside. Everybody, it was just a bubble inside, and we all knew we were doing something good. So it was just the kind of finishing off and, and actually getting it out there was the 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 toughest part in terms of sound was, which was a bit of a nightmare. But we we did it and and it worked out as best as we could do what what we had. But I think the cons with uh, low budget filmmaking is not knowing where the film's gonna go, and not having it like. I'm sure, again, I haven't had a budget yet, so I'm sure that once you get a budget, it's everything's set for, for afterwards. Like the post is set, you have your kind of distributors lined up and stuff. It's that part that 
that low budget filmmaking doesn't doesn't yeah. uh, afford you. You, know, yeah. like, you, know, you, you can't. You don't know where it's going to go, and you don't know how you're going to get. You, know, it. you have a team as well. It's, it's, I'd say you know, you have people who are whose job it is to get it out there. You know, that's that's the difference. I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and with South the second one and and release, we have like Matthew Tomlin is the producer, and he's on that and. He's the one working on all that, which is grand because I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. But it, it does get a bit frustrating when you, it's still it's still in the works and you don't know exactly what's going on. You know, because right. I mean? yeah. I'm not I kind of tried to separate myself from the whole thing now at this point because right. it, it, you do get like a lot of like tumbleweeds and right. just nothing really happened. Like you know, yeah, and you're not a producer and you have to you know find yeah. a good producer and let him do his job. Yeah, I don't have the head for it. Like I just want to make a film and then get it out. So whoever else wants to take it over can do that as long yeah. as they're gonna. Do the best for it, like you know, yeah, yeah. Do you <clears throat> just in terms of actors, um, not just necessarily about casting, but I mean, what is it that you look for in an actor? I know that you uh, predominantly you like to work with people who not, are not necessarily known quantities, and you like to kind of get kind of rootsy performances and really down to earth, natural performances from people. But how? What is it that you're looking for if you're if you're casting, or what what do, what, what type of actor? You know, are you looking for when you work? I mostly just look for a good personality. Like first off, first off, it's just like I want to be, I want to be able to spend a confined amount of time with this person, and not want to jump off a bridge. You know, like, yeah, it's a wonder. It's a wonder. <laughs> <that's the case. laughs> but like it is, you, you want to be able to have fun with people, and you want to be able to trust them enough that you can get them to kind of get out of their skin a bit and and try something different. Like so, I work very loose in terms of. Well, the dialogue is there, but like if we find something better, mm-hmm. improv is fine, as you know, <laughs> Tootsie. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What, what is this improv? Stuff? Well, yeah, like I, I just like to work as loose as, as loose as I can. I know that the locations are going to be there. Maybe they're not going to be there, but I know that the scene is going to be there. Yeah. And if I can get it on the day as easily as possible, then fair enough. If it's hard, then we'll get it either way. Yeah, and it's, I, we're shooting on digital. Like it's not work. Like we're spending money shooting on film. You just format the card and you're ready to go again off you go again yeah I, I just you know just from my perspective <clears throat> having worked with it I mean it was all very run and gone and it was mm. uh, you know for me very exciting but it was also liberating as uh, as an actor to work with someone like you because nothing was wrong that I was doing and I know a lot of it was wrong that I was doing yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks but, but you know you know you feel as if you have permission permission to fail or make mistakes and that's a wonderful uh, that's a wonderful way to work um I'm sure if you're working on much bigger you know budget projects you know you've you less of a safety net in that regard and everything is on con- you know is in concrete um but uh for me anyway you were a joy to work with because <clears throat> I didn't feel as if I could never approach it about anything I didn't feel as if anything I, I was doing was wrong um and you you create a great um atmosphere on set but also you're like I said you're very approachable and easy going and is that something that you do that you consciously plan or that type of environment or do you want everybody to get on with each other or what's that like for you I think it's again it's out of necessity more than anything because <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm easy going either way like but it's out of necessity because it's a low again it's a low budget film you're getting people on that could be getting jobs could be working some people are just working part time whatever and you're taking them from that place for what 10 11 days some some days like you know can I mm-hmm. so you need to respect them and sh- and make sure that they they feel like it's worth doing it 
so I don't want to be co- coming in shouting at people and giving out to them and fucking telling them that they're crap. If <laughs> if there many actors did you have to tell if there's a bar crap. staff <laughs> waiting for them like you know can I and they're they're losing twenty five quid an hour or I don't know who makes 20, 25 quid an hour but like if they're making if they're making money for it, like if I'm blocking them for making money then I should be giving them something in return. Like, I guess you know? you're grateful and you appreciate. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. And that's why I shoot things in, why I like to shoot things in a shorter period of time because I have no budget, because you're in now. Yeah. And then if we need pickups or whatever, then fair enough. But you're in, you're out, and then you can go back to doing whatever while mm-hmm. I work on the film. And then and you can forget about it and then just... Being an editor as well, I noticed that, <coughs> just again, from working with you, I noticed that you kind of edit, uh, you kind of direct and edit in camera. You go, mm. well, I know where I'm going to stitch that to and yeah. I'm happy with that. And then you're more economical because <coughs> you, you know that, you know you know what you have and you know it, it's working or not and you move on. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that as well because if I see that, if I see that I have it, then we move on. But again, like the sound, the sound, yeah. <laughs> but if, if if it looks good and sounds good and the, the performances are good in my eyes, then I'll move on. But again, like, if the actor wants to go again, then that's fine. Like if we're not under pressure, so like it's it's collaborative. Yeah, yeah. So going from um, a day like today to South, which you know you're a big jump up. Um, you got a, a really good, like a really. Uh, like a, a cinema release, which is really impressive for for that kind of logo. Mm. What, what were the things that you kind of learned from the first film that you took with you? Uh, to get a producer, to get somebody okay. on other than myself to actually push the film out there. Like so, again, like what I was saying, like well, Matt, I didn't really have to worry about any of that. He was yeah. kind of put like I, I knew that I wanted to get it in cinemas. I, I knew yeah. that I wanted to get it released, whatever. Yeah, but I didn't know how to do it. Like I, I just okay. and I don't think Matt was fully versed on how to do it either. But like yeah. he learned along. Right. along the way and it wasn't just Matt it was uh, Anna Lavery as well she helped a lot Okay, She's a, she was our publicist on the film as well so yeah. <clears throat> she helped a lot with, with, with getting us contacts with cinemas and stuff so it was an independent release but we I say we they worked very hard to, to, to get it in cinemas Okay, Can I ask you just um, just how important uh, support structures are in, in, in terms of your own work like your family and stuff. It's it, it, one thing I know from working with you is that there always seems to be one of your family around helping out <laughs> at, at, at any given time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're at the end of the phone anytime I need them. Really, um, it's very, it's just nice to know that there's, there's somebody there to, to to always give you a dig out if you need it. And no questions asked. It's just everybody's around, and there's a lot of them around, so it's <laughs> it's always handy. Like, but I try not to dip it into that into that well too much because. It can get annoying, like, and I know from doing. I did one funder campaign before, and you have to push it and push it and push it, and I don't want to do that to people, like, in terms of annoying them about my. Whereas at FNI, uh, we don't care about uh, bothering people <laughs> with continuous posting. <laughs> but like, it's it, like I feel like with me, I don't know, but with me, it gives like you. I feel like when I do something like that, or if I keep kind of posting stuff about whatever, it's kind of making. Making it out that I'm this important fucker, like you're not gonna. It's a mm. self. It's a sense of self importance that like I just don't want to project at all. Like, yeah, yeah. And I don't feel like I am that. I kind of. No, you're not. You're really humble. I'm the most humble person, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's yeah. Family's very important in this, and I make sure I thank everybody at the end of it, even if just just because I I just wanted to know how important they are in terms of that, and now I have a. 
a new baby and she's gonna get the credits. The first the first the first name on the credits now and the special thanks and so is me my girlfriend Hazel, like you know can I so congratulations again. Thank you very much. Um just wanted to ask you about uh, your next feature. <coughs> The hat trick of uh, of I officially have a box set now. The, oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. A world. Uh, <laughs> Not yeah. physical, but it's, it's there. <laughs> you have the content. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to ask you how that came about. Um, what inspired you to, you know, delve into the world of uh, MMA? It's called release, by the way. Um, yeah, just w- what brought that about, and why you wanted to do something uh, in that world? And um, it's just something that I've I've been interested in for a while now. Obviously, with with McGregor, it, it boosted the whole pu- public persona of MMA in Ireland. But um, I've always been dipping in and out because it's very hard to watch it when it's it's hard to get and it's it's on so late and stuff. Yeah. So it was it wasn't as accessible like let's say five six years ago, but now it is. So it's becoming more mainstream now. Well, it is the mainstream, but um, yeah, yeah. I just it, like I did a a short film called Bound a couple of years ago. And I kind of wanted to make that into a feature eventually, like, and then it was a perfect time with, like, Bound was about a boxer, and I kind of just wanted to, kind of expand on that a little bit, mm. and rework it. But originally, it was a web series that I wanted to do, and just do it on the fly again, kind of just run out, run around, and I had made contacts with um, SBG and Bama and stuff. So I was like, I could do this for sure, but it was kind of always on the back burner. But then when Matt. Uh, Matthew Tolman came along and he said, "Like I have this feature film skill that we're doing. I want you to be d- the director on the next one." It kind of, it was like two or three weeks beforehand, before the course was going to start. Yeah. So, um, I he said, "Have you got any ideas?" And I was like, "Yeah, I have this MMA idea. I hadn't got the script. I just had the idea, and it was complete. Well, it wasn't completely different. There was elements to it that are, that are the same as how it turned out. But I had to meet the actors first before I actually wrote the script." So I had to tailor my story around the actors and kind of write for them. Yeah. So the course, it's an acting course. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the, the actors paid to be a part of the feature film, and then the the fees that they pay go toward the budget, okay. which which works out. It worked out really well. Now it is, it's a tough thing because a lot of them were non actors. Mm. Some of them were kind of just wanting to dip their toe, like you know, can I? So it was difficult enough trying to 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 kind of find the scenes and f- find the characters but we got it in the end like you know can I yeah yeah, yeah. but um would you do it again like as a model as a way of making films would you do it again oh I'd do it again for sure but I don't think I'd like as much pre- like I think there'd be more pressure going back into it now because okay. we got to the flat right with, with that film I'd actually like to try like a horror film or something just but like also not just like a slasher yeah yeah, yeah. I'd try to I'd, I'd like to try something different or try something a bit artsy with a horror film like, and, a, like and a genre film or like a psychological thriller or something yeah exactly something like yeah that. I'd like to try that but also like it gives the opportunity to have a bit of fun with it yeah. and not have too much pressure yeah you know can I so I'd like to try if if it goes ahead again I think they're doing a different director this time but okay. I think they they have the the aim to kind of go to the flat. Okay. And it's on it's it's on my back. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I'm not if I'm not involved in that then that's fine. Like you know, I, because yeah. I don't want to have that pressure and 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 have the expectations of getting to such a such yeah. a big festival another time. Like, well, you know, I, I think I, that's is that unprecedented that somebody who's made three features on the spin has got into the flat? I haven't heard of anybody else. I would else say though. three years in a row. I'd say that's a, a record. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> and obviously, your, your work has travelled to other festivals as well. Mm. Um, We're actually uh, south, which I thought was done. Um, 
is going to Poland in November for the uh, Camera Image Film Festival, oh, fantastic. which is like big deal for me because it was the first film fe- festival I ever went to. It's like coming home. Isn't yeah, it? it's full circle now. <laughs> I'm gonna die now after or something like that. Fair watch. No, it's a bit the hat trick. Yeah, it's a big deal for me because like literally, when I joined Bali Pharma, we went on a trip to Poland. Went to, went to that, met Rutger Hauer, no met uh, Brett Ratner and stuff like. It's a big festival, like yeah. so. If we get the just getting back into it, it's great. Like and there's only five films picked, and we're the the one that wasn't funded. Like you know, kind of. Wow, that's you must be very proud. Well I'm very proud. Uh, yeah, I just want to ask, um, just from a you know, on the basis of what this uh, podcast is all about, <clears throat> it's about kind of we're trying to, uh, I suppose, essentially correct uh, create the the conversation that people would like to have with people that are either on the way on the way up or established and just you know a question I would have always liked to have asked somebody is uh, like kind of what advice what advice would you give to somebody who knows or feels as if they're they're very good or they have something that's quite tangible and they want to go on and make it what advice I mean would you give someone who wanted to waste the rest of their life making films what, um, what, what advice would you give them I'd say literally like it's, it's blunt enough but like just get out and do it like because there's no there's no harm in waiting because there's plenty of people coming up now like that are, are willing to put in the work and and make make stuff. Yeah. So if you're waiting around at, like looking for validation, then you'll be waiting until until you're broke, like you know. Yeah. Until the cows come home. And there's no point in saying you're gonna make something for four years and yeah. not making it, you know. Can I? So there's just no time now, especially with digital cameras and stuff. There's no time to waste. Like, just get out and do it. Get out and do it. Write what you know and use what you have yeah um, just a, another one as well uh, that I would have asked is like it's all it sounds like it's all you know it's all kind of gravy train stuff and everything's going fantastic for you but like I mean I'm sure you've dealt with a huge amount of rejection and stuff over oh. the years as well then how do you take that do you take it in your stride or uh, how important is your own attitude with dealing with that What? how do you deal with rejection yeah. uh, you, you, you learn to you learn to, to deal with it like at the start of it, it's, it, it is heartbreaking. You do think you think you're this up and coming fucking Scorsese or something like that, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. then you just realise like you're you have to you have to do something to 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 put yourself out there more like, and it's your own fault if you're not getting in really to be honest because there are a lot of excuses and and in the kind of circle coming up like you do hear a lot of excuses from people saying oh no your man he didn't he doesn't like me or I don't think they they must have saw the other thing that I did blah 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 but it's nothing to do with that it's just if it's good, it's gonna it's gonna get there. Like. Yeah, I don't think people <clears throat> people invest that much time into disliking someone a lot mm. of the time. You mm. know, our own, I guess, our own uh, sense of inadequacy or self esteem issues because we all have them uh, up and down at various different periods in our life. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, you know, people don't really care enough to yeah, invest in this much negative have, energy. Yeah. Uh, you know, so people have their own shit going on. Like they don't want to spend time. T- Bad milk hair short film. Like, yeah, you know, wasting negative energy. And you're, yeah. like, uh, that's another thing as well I'd say is that people are always open to being surprised if they have their mind made up about something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, you just have to aim to fucking to, 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 to wow people, I suppose. Yeah. Not even that. Like, just if you're making what you like, then eventually it's going to happen. Like, you know? Yeah. I, I was saying that and it hasn't happened yet. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> keep showing up, though. I want to thank yeah. the Academy. Yeah. But you just keep plugging away. Like, and yeah. I'm working like as much as I can as well so I'm I'm comfortable in what I'm doing like you know like, so I can do my own uh, creative stuff when I want to 
Yeah, and that's what I love about you. You're, you're a grafter. I mean, <clears throat> just in terms of some of the other stuff that you do, you've done you do a lot of music videos and bits and pieces, and you're a viral sensation, oh, I yeah, believe, yeah, with the old Theresa Mannion. <laughs> uh, yeah, video. that's going to haunt me now. I'm hoping that in about 10 years I'll be on Real in the Years. That's what I hope. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that'll be me. That'll be me. My coup de grace. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means. I think it sounds fun enough. <laughs> coup de grace. It sounds like a meal. But that must have been a bit weird to have, I don't know, who was it like, Snoop Dogg uh, tweeting, tweeting that video like a year later or something? Yeah, or, and he didn't fucking later. tag me. The Snoop Dogg, S- 50 Cent, and well, Perez, Perez Hilton did in the end, but it was yeah. after all the views. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He knew what he was doing. But, uh, yeah, no, it's... These are just videos he did for a bit of crack. Like yeah, like, I literally, I got home that night when I saw the the the, um, the news report and I was like, I saw this on Family Guy where a car hits Trisha Takanawa and yeah. I was like, that'd be funny if I put it into into this. Yeah. So I literally did it in 10 minutes, but I couldn't upload it until the next day because the internet, because the weather was so bad. <laughs> like, yeah, you're like, ah. <laughs> and then your man got there before me with the, with the song. Get to the clock tower, <laughs> The clock tower. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, then the next day it just kind of went mental, like, and then people started robbing it. So it's up to like, like five hundred million views, like, and that's nuts. It's four million on mine, like, you know, like, but the re- around the world or whatever, yeah, it's yeah. it's up to Brilliant. stupid amount, like, that's and cr- they don't credit me, and I tried to, I, I learned very quickly that people are, they don't give a fuck, like, they just, <laughs> like, if you, if like, I, I mailed, I think it was, uh, there was a channel called What the Fuck or something like it's called, yeah, yeah. and I mailed them, and I was just like, any chance you could credit me? I made that video, and then they just go, oh. Fair play to you for making the video, <laughs> and that was it. Like, well done, dead, good lad. What? Dead silence, and then their views wrap up. Like, you know, can I? Yeah, SOBs. So what's well, next? I didn't put my name what's on it. What's next so for you? Um, next, I'm uh, waiting for the latest music video that I did for Key West to come out. I think that's out on Monday. I think it is. And I got me me little niece in that, which is cool, and my brother. Oh. So that was cool. Um, and then I'm writing at the moment just. There's two projects that I'm kind of working on with a friend of mine and then uh, just by myself, just a, a, a drama that I'm hoping to get funding for. I'm going to start applying for that once I have it done. I mean, I think I'm like 30 pages down. It's just hard to find time now at this point. Like just Yeah, it's so a bit of babby, yeah. Yeah, I have a different, uh, it's a different approach now, which is cool because I used to just fly through them and not look at them. Like I literally, I think I read A Day Like Today twice. Because <laughs> I knew a story and it was the well, it was your it was your story exactly. So like and that was written by it was written by Shane Kills. Shane yeah. But I knew the story and then I knew that like once we did the rehearsals and it was all there. Like you know, can I? And you'd be a big advocate of rehearsal, generally speaking. Yeah, I lo- I like to do like a week rehearsal beforehand just to just to like I'd rather get the improv out in rehearsal than on the day because with lack of time, like it's just it's just easier. So once you find the scene in in rehearsals, then. You have nothing to really worry about. Yeah, unless like that works. Stick that in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously you guys take notes, and and then we get going. Like, you know, can I? Yeah. But yeah, now next one, like, I just, I just, it's, it's a, it's a personal story. So I'd like to, um, I'd like to give it, do it justice. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and actually spend a lot of time on it. And yeah, so like the 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 way I'm right now is, I used to do like, have to film the the, the first draft in in five days or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now I'm doing just doing a scene a day, which is cool. Like waking up in the morning, maybe feeding the baby if she's not feeding the baby, and then writing a, a scene or two. And so you're, you'd say that you're much more disciplined and structured now in the way. That I wouldn't you say disciplined. Over a couple of hours, I'm gonna try and get something boxed off. Yeah, exactly. I, I wouldn't say it's it's, it's discipline. It's more just uh, what's the word? Um, 
convenient. Yeah. You know, so if I have the time, I'll, I'll do it. If not, then no big deal. You know. Cool. Right. Well, thanks so much for coming in there. It was really, Thank you very really much. good talk.